changing is inevitable, but changing towards the person we want to be is a choice. And so I'm going to talk a lot about my own journey today of how I've changed and grown and become a different version of myself that three years ago me would be shooketh to know exists. By the time you're listening, I live back in the city full time, which I'm so freaking happy and excited about because I decided to move to my cottage to work at a job for the summer and the job is seasonal. It technically ends October 31st, but I'm leaving early because I'm just learning about what I want in a job. I'm learning about what I want and where I live and I'm really excited to be back in the city. I don't I don't know. I didn't expect to feel like such a city girl, but once you're taken out of the environment you've grown up in, you realize where your roots are and who you who you are and where you thrive. And I think I thrive. I thrive and I think we all thrive having distinct designated spaces. Simone talked about this in our episode all about moving out of your parents' home where you need, she talked about it at the very end of the episode, so I'm going to reiterate because it's just so fucking good and I just feel it in my life. We need distinct designated spaces. So pre-pandemic, most of us had our home and then we had a place where we either went to work or we went to school sidetrack for a second. I got a new podcast microphone stand. Finally, I have used these shitty stands from Amazon. Do not recommend. They are not on my Amazon storefront because you should not buy them, but I did make an Amazon storefront. So go click the link if you're interested in just seeing what podcast equipment I use, what books I'm loving right now, what things I buy to help me travel and stay organized because I've been back and forth so much these past few months. It's all on my Amazon storefront. It's linked below. Um, All my favorite things are just on there. So if you've ever been like, what microphone does Jess use? I want to start a podcast. Now you can go and you can buy it through that link. Um, and I get a little bit of a bounce back of because I'm an associate. I'm an affiliate. It's the first time I've done this. It's very exciting. Um, where was I? I just went on two different tangents from my original thought. I'm going to go back to the mic stand thing for a second. If you've listened to the guest episodes recently, whenever I would hit the stand, it would go and it was very annoying. And I have finally invested more money into the podcast and bought a beautiful mic stand where I won't hit it with my arms because I have room to move freely. So that's really exciting. And in terms of moving and living in between two places, I've realized I am a bit more of a city girl than I thought and I didn't know that until I decided to live in the cottage country and each has its pros and cons but I do feel like I'm able to function as a human being more in my home in the city because my cottage, I love it so much. It just doesn't have a lot of privacy. I sleep in a very small room with a curtain that doesn't have an actual door that closes. So privacy, privacy is something I realize I deeply value in my life. And like I was saying about the Simone episode, Simone talked about the importance of distinct spaces. Pre-pandemic, we usually left our homes to always go to work or to go to school. And the pandemic was so awful for many reasons but one of them was that we couldn't get the fuck out of our homes and so I'm realizing that in terms of the cottage is that like it's very very remote you need to take a boat to get to it and so one it's really hard to get myself to go anywhere if I don't have to I have done some incredible yoga classes if you live in Muskoka or go visit Muskoka specifically the Bala Gravenhurst Torrance area let me know because 
the best yoga class by a specific woman. I love her so much. Send me a DM. I'll send over the info. But it was really hard to get myself to go to the yoga classes because it would take so long to like take the. It's not. It doesn't take so long. It just takes so much more effort. And I know it was good for me, but it was just like I don't want to drive on a windy back road for like. 40 minutes every day if I did it four times it would be 40 minutes anyway I'm not trying to complain here I'm just trying to vocalize that having different spaces is really good so when I'm at home I have my home space and then I'm very lucky where I have a separation between my bedroom and then where I actually do work work and where I podcast so I get to like at least leave different rooms to do that and then on top of that the cottage has always just been this vacation spot where we go there to relax unwind just take a deep breath and enjoy nature and so living there all the time I think my brain is just very confused as to when I can relax and when I can't because when I come back to the city it's technically my days off work but I'm like okay time to work on the podcast time to answer emails time to like get my shit together time to grocery shop at a better grocery store and so I'm just appreciating like okay I get to like We just like have this mindset of scarcity so often because we're like, this one place is so beautiful. (gasps) Okay, we need to spend all our time there. And it's like, no, that's like grabbing someone and strangling them because you're so terrified of not seeing them every day. You're going to be okay. The place is still going to exist. And the beauty of the place actually exists when we get to relax there instead of function there but guess what like my brother has lived at the cottage and I was always so curious me fucking following in my brother's footsteps haha <laughs> younger sibling hashtag but I wanted to see what it was like to live there and so now that I have it's just like I'm so grateful that I had this opportunity I'm so grateful that I had the privilege to live at a different location and not have to pay rent god bless my parents thank you love you and now I did it and I know what I liked and what I didn't and I get to like come back home and then start my next chapter which is so fucking cool and starting your next chapter is so on theme for this episode because there are just such cool different seasons in life that we start and embark on and it just naturally happens and something that um, a neighbor said to me recently at the cottage was um, their family lived in Arizona for a period of time and they were like there's no seasons like there's no change in weather and so you don't realize how much a changes in weather is actually so good for your mind and your body and just like your routine because it signals like okay it's getting a little bit cooler out the leaves are changing Mm, it's time to cozy up inside it's time to like slow down a little like I definitely feel like I need more chill time the summer is hectic and amazing and I find I have moments during the summer where I'm like this is so much fun how do I make the winter this fun but it's like oh I actually need a little bit of hibernation in my life to go have fun again in the summer so yay we kind of skipped over a TMI talk moment but we're going to get into some too much information stories within this episode so don't you worry that was my life update and now I want to talk about signs that you are healing growing and changing and the first one I want to talk about is which what is it I don't know what is it let's see Ooh, okay. So my first sign that I was healing because my therapist told me I was healing was back in, I want to say October of 2020. So it was two years ago. It was like October of 2021. And I had a therapy session and I'd been in therapy for a year at this point, over a year. And I said to my therapist, I was like, I 
I don't know. I feel weird. I don't feel really, really awesome. I don't feel really, really hyper. And I don't feel really, really sad. And I don't feel really, really low. Like, what's going on? And she was like, girly, you're healing. And I was like, hmm, I feel bored. What do you mean I'm healing? (laughs) And that's a part of healing is that there's times where you actually feel bored because the chaotic ups and downs and swirling arounds of my emotions were no longer so intense and they were no longer so drastic. I used to grind, 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 or just like exert so much energy all at once and be on such a high that because I was like going so far off the deep end that I would hit such a low because I would just be exhausted and like couldn't function and would just like literally be in a fit of tears or rage or just problems because I would just push myself way too hard and then have to like face the repercussions but what our body naturally needs is it needs our body's always trying to reach equilibrium it's trying to always reach our base state in the middle and so if you imagine if you're not watching me on YouTube, which I don't even know if this whole thing's on YouTube because exporting a whole thing is just, it takes so much gigabytes. So I think I'm just going to post like short snippets to YouTube. But anyway, if you picture an e- a line, a horizontal line, I was going so far above it, like this huge mountain. I'm at the peak of the mountain and then I would drop so low into like the depths of the ocean. And that's like, exhausting and it's so chaotic but sometimes we're so addicted to those chaotic cycles I made a whole episode about dating and chaotic cycles of a, of a relationship and you can listen to that and I, I talk about that more in a dating sense but sometimes you're just so hooked on this like swirl of chaos that when things slow down and you start to take better care of yourself and you start to sleep more or you start to do some self-care remedies that make you feel good and you don't have those crazy spikes anymore you're like what's going on shit's weird around here and one of the things my therapist said was well you probably need more vitamin d because we're deprived of that because at this point daylight savings happened and sadly sadly we're back at that time of year where it's coming again. I'm like, can we stop doing daylight savings? Can we just like allow the sun to just like work as it does and not manipulate time? But anyway, we're not going on that rabbit hole today. I and a few other things I started to do was I I I started to rest more. I started to realize when I was tired and instead of continuing to push, I would take a break. And because of that, I wouldn't burn myself out and I wouldn't go so low and I wouldn't dip down to the exhaustion as much and I started to eat to reach that equilibrium more often and so I've even had like a a coaching client of mine if you are interested in coaching link in the show notes as well um, I offer life coaching and accountability and that kind of stuff she said to me oh now I lost my train of thought oh she has expressed the experiences of being on a high and being on a low and like also like something really exciting happening and being like super 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 excited but then suddenly your body brings you down a notch and is like what if what if what if and sometimes that's fear sometimes it's anxiety but also a lot of times it can be our body's natural state of we don't want you to get too high because safety is where our, our baseline is. So we're going to bring you back to baseline and that's okay. So if you look back 
and you're like or if you're in a place right now where you're like oh my god I just feel like my emotions are all over the place there may be some healing to do or there may be some self-care to include that like sometimes it's like self-care has been turned into such a cliche but like it actually allows us to restore our energy and then because of that we won't go into these crazy highs and lows as an example in my own life I just had a very exciting interview and a very exciting job opportunity coming up and I had a little dance after and I got really excited and then I like always need to like use water to wash things off so I had a cold shower and then I was like okay what do I do now and I laid on my yoga mat and I did 10 minutes of a yin yoga video and then I had a snack usually I'd go on a walk and be really really hyper and be like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god or another thought pattern would be like this is crazy this is so crazy this is insane this is crazy how is this even happening to me but what's really changed for me is I'm like no like this makes sense why it's happening to me because I sent out the email I did my research I pitched myself to this person I went into the interview knowing what my skills are and I I I hoped and thought it could get me a job and it has and so this thought process is very different than one I may have had before because it would have been like how did this happen but now there's this steadiness to me where I'm like, no, like I made this happen. And instead of going on a walk and swirling and swirling and swirling and picturing my future and just continuing to ride the high, I knew I was like, oh, I actually think I need to like chill the fuck out now because <laughs> I'm going to get exhausted. And even after recording this episode, I really like thought to myself, do I have it in me to record an episode right now? Because it's tiring. And I'm also going to want to like tell my boyfriend everything that just happened. And I told my mom everything that just happened in my interview. So it's like, when I want to talk a lot, I have to like manage how much I'm going to talk in the day. This sounds weird. My jaw hurts. It's just that I have a sore jaw. Okay. That's my next area of healing I'm going to work on is my jaw tension. See, it's an evolving journey. Oh, it hurts so much. Anyway, I use gua sha, my gua sha to try and help with that. But so that kind of segues into my second sign that you are growing, healing, and changing. And that sign is the way you think about yourself and the way you think about your thought patterns and the way you either spiral or don't spiral anymore. Um, like I said, sometimes I would be like, this is so crazy. But now I'm, I'm, I'm steady and no, it's not crazy. I work hard and that's the reality. Another example of this is, especially if you're a woman or someone with a cycle, someone with a period, we can have big fluctuations in emotion. I'm not saying that I don't have emotional fluctuations anymore. I'm saying they're not as extreme, but I definitely have periods of time where I'm really angry for no reason or I'm angsty or I'm just upset or I'm crying more than I think I really need to be or I don't understand it. And so a sign for me of how much I've changed than who I was a year ago is nowadays I'll be like, where am I at in my cycle? what phase of my cycle am I in? And girlies, I want to do an episode all about getting off the birth control pill. I have a like friend of a friend who is like, bitch, you better give me all your birth control going off it details because like she wants to know I'm off the pill, not birth control. I still use birth control, just not the pill. And so I want to do an episode where I give more deets on that. But I have done so much research on 
my cycle and the different phases. And before I thought it was just like I have my period and then I have the rest of my cycle. Girl, no. Four phases. Follicular. And it's the first one. And I know that because that F first follicular. <laughs> and then the ovulatory, which is my favorite. Not my favorite in terms of not wanting to get pregnant because you're most likely to get pregnant during your ovulatory. But in terms of my energy and my fucking sass and my like vibe, I'm close to my ovulatory phase right now. Can you tell? And then the third one is your luteal. And I say like last before your period, last luteal helps me remember. And then your menstrual phase. And so when I am having some sort of emotional struggle or depletion and energy or an excessive amount of hunger, I will get my app. It's called My Flow, F-L-O, and it literally shows in colors what part of my cycle I'm in. Now I will be like, what phase am I in and what does that mean? So a lot of times I've started to realize because I've been keeping notes in day 20, 21, 22, I'll get really, really, really hungry. And it's because I'm about to get my period or my body's getting ready for it. And so my body's using up more energy and it needs more nutrition. So I'm like, great. Now I know that. Other days, there's certain morning days that are just not good for me. Day 17, it's one of them. So if I'm really, really freaking angry for no reason, or I'm just like raging and I just like can't handle myself that day, I now have this like reminder that pings in my brain and goes, ping, ping, Jess, Jess, check what part of your cycle you're in because that could be an explanation. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord. Not Lord, menstrual cycles. And so it's such a great indication for me of like, I didn't used to do this. And this is such a great way for me to have grace with myself now that I wasn't doing before. Another example is like, if I'm really stressed or I'm really pissed or something, I'm also, I think to myself, what am I doing? What, what's happening in my life right now? What's contributing to this? Lately, I've been fucking exhausted. And I'm like, well, Jessica, what's going on in your life right now? Every single week, you are moving a location. You're moving all your shit back to the city or you're moving all your shit back to the cottage. And then you're going out and you're working and you haven't been this work, work, work as you have been before. Well, it makes sense. There's a lot going on it's okay. And then also next step of the growth is what do you do with that information? I give myself grace as much as I can. I decide not to release two episodes in the past month. That was a really hard decision, but I sat back and acknowledged well, one time I was on my period. Another time I was sick. I had a cold. And on top of that, I kept moving everywhere. And I'm a person who needs stability. Some people like to travel for li a living. I like to be grounded for a living. <laughs> and so these are all signs to me of like, okay, wow, you're you're having more grace with yourself. You're really, you know, having these critical thinking moments of where am I at my cycle? What's going on with me emotionally? What's going on with me in my day-to-day -day life? And the fourth one, what does society have to say about this? What's the societal expectation or pressure around this? That's making you think you need to do or be X, Y, and Z. We are constantly told we need to be productive, 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 do more, do more, be more, be more, all this fucking bullshit. But it's like, no, we are meant to rest. We are meant to be. We are meant to exist. We are meant to laugh. We're meant to enjoy time with our loved ones. We are meant to have days off. And so I really encourage you or no, or, or I really hope this episode is making you notice in your own life how you have changed and had more grace with yourself maybe or to be like, oh, okay, like 
society tells me this, but that's not actually the truth of how I need to live and function in my life. So I'm going to take a break. As I say that, I'm taking a break and drinking some water. My third sign that you are healing, growing, changing, and evolving is who do you surround yourself with? Who are your closest people? Who are your inner circle? And has it changed? Does it look different than a year ago? Does it look different than five years ago? Does it look different than eight years ago? Does it look different than six months ago? I'm getting a little nervous for a second, but like this is one of the biggest ways my life has changed in the past three years. Time is such a weird concept. And I had this realization thinking back to the last year of my life, to the last six months of my life. And then I thought further and was like, to the past two years of my life, to the past three years of my life, my inner circle has almost completely changed. And that has not been easy. It's been (laughs) awful. It's been awful and beautiful and terrifying and scary and exhausting. Um... And this is the biggest, not the biggest, fuck, these are all big, but this is one of the biggest ways, one of the most like, like tangible ways to see how much my life has changed and who, how much I have changed as a person because I have been the person slash, yeah, like I have made these decisions to change friendships, to leave friendships and have these things evolve over these past three years I have been the active participant. I mean, we're all active participants. Well, no, we're not all active participants. But like, I've been grieving a lot these past three years, but especially this past year and especially these past six months. I'm f- I feel like I'm finally at a point where I'm okay and I'm healing-ish in terms of friendships. Um, but I had a lot of very close friendships leave my life in the past three years and I don't even want to say leave my life because that makes it act like that makes it sound like I wasn't a part or I wasn't a part of the decision making process of it but I was the decision making person in these situations and it's been really weird like really really weird but I've talked with my therapist about it and my close mom (laughs) my close mom I was gonna say my close friends my mom I've talked to my mom about it and my boyfriend and close people and whatever and the reality of the entire situations is that like my values changed. I have changed. And because of that, my friendships have changed. And because of that, (laughs) some friendships haven't stayed in my life. And it's a really hard pill to swallow. And it's a really hard experience to go through. And it's really weird and awkward and icky. And it's like, how do you even talk about this publicly? I don't know. I'm still navigating it. And a part of me wished I could still t- I could talk talk about it in the messy middle while I was in the messy middle. I'm still in the fucking messy middle, but it was so anxiety inducing and so fresh and so painful when I was in the like deep messy middle of it that I I just couldn't talk about it. But now I feel like I'm in a place where I can share a bit more, and I just want to be completely honest that like this is one of the craziest ways my life has changed in the past three years and it's and it's not even like it hasn't happened all at once but it was like the summer of 2021 a a long time friend of mine decided to not be friends anymore and that was big and that was hard and that took grieving to just come to peace with it and then 
And then another circumstance came about. And then I realized another good friend, we weren't meant to be in each other's lives anymore. And that ended. And then it was like, and then it just kept going and it just kept going. And I was like, holy fucking shit. And it's like, you don't even mean for it to happen when you're in the moment of it all. But it just, when you're living a life that's intentional and you're living a life that's really authentic and true to who you are and to what your values are, you one, stop putting energy into relationships that don't feel aligned anymore and you also stop allowing yourself to be treated in a way that you feel you deserve better because this is the weird thing when you start to treat yourself better you realize (laughs) I don't think it's that weird it makes a lot of sense but it's really hard to live 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 out is when you start to treat yourself better you don't let people treat you any less than how you're going to treat yourself and I've wow this is like really therapeutic for me as it always is but like I have started to treat myself better these past few years I just spent my first alcohol oh my god I just spent my first month alcohol free and I have daydreamed for years what it would be like for me to not drink for a month I still and so much in the past few years have daydreamed what would my life be like if I didn't drink for an entire year and when you cut out something that massive because it's massive in our society and our culture and it's so stupid but it is your relationships change point blank period it's hard it's a messy truth but I was abusing my body through alcohol and hating myself every hangover every hangover I would berate myself And finally, slowly, it was so slow, but slowly I stopped doing it. It started with not puking anymore. I used to puke every single month from alcohol. One time a month, I would go overboard in some capacity and I would throw up and I would have the worst hangover ever. And it wasn't like there was suddenly this moment of like, click, I'm ready to be alcohol free. No, it was like I had to hate myself over and over and over and over again to finally be like why am I doing this and then having Maddie on the episode Mads came on last last episode it helped so much because I got to sit and be like how have you spent a year and a half of your life without alcohol and ask her all the questions that I've been needing for myself and she just said so many things that validated me And one of the biggest things was that she's like, your friendships are going to change. Your relationships are going to change. People are going to leave your life. And that's just the truth truth of it. And people started to leave my life before I even cut out alcohol. I feel like I'm finally at peace with where I'm at and the grief I've gone through of everyone who's left. And now I'm able to not have alcohol in my life anymore. But these relationships all started leaving slash breaking up, like literal friendship breakups. They all started leaving my life when I was like, shit needs to change about my relationship with alcohol and it's not like it's all directly fucking correlated but this is such a tangent but like welcome to human to human I'm not gonna I'm not going to invest my time and my energy into people who aren't going to respect my choices is the reality of the situation and I'm not going to be friends with people who say one thing and actions show another and so that's like a really really interesting thing to start to grapple with in a healing journey is like the people you surround yourself with are are they who they say they are because 
people can tell you they support you. But then if there's stuff going on behind, if you hear gossip or if you hear, I don't know another example, but gossip is the best one. Like that's something I just don't do anymore. I'm not a gossiper. It's not a value of mine. It's 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 just not something I'm interested in. I, I don't think I've ever been a really big gossiper, but I've definitely gossiped and I've definitely been in friend groups. I even remember a distinct high school friend group is coming to mind that I specifically stopped eating lunch with every day because all they would do is sit around and gossip. And so... I am now at a place where I'm like, if you tell me one thing to my face and then I hear you say something else about me behind my back, no, like just no, just like why would I put energy into that relationship? And so this all like strings together because it's like I am taking care of myself and I am treating myself with respect. So why would I have people in my life that don't treat me with respect anymore? And this doesn't need to come from a really angry, aggressive, aggressive place either. I think we're on number four or number five signs that you are healing and growing is the way I actually handle situations now is very different than I used to and specifically in terms of when I get triggered. I, I'm i going to transition now to talk about my family because I think the people we can get triggered by the easiest is our family because they know how to push our buttons and they also like depending on your family like sometimes it's just so easy to like talk so rudely to each other because you just have known each other your whole lives and so I used to get really triggered when my brother would be rude to me and it was it's just so interesting because listen I still get emotional and I still cry and this thing happened a couple months ago where my brother was just talking to me rudely and I like I just walked away I I got I started to feel really heated and I walked away and I used to not do that and I was like okay one that's big I walked away and then two I took some deep breaths I was crying while this happened but I came back and I was like don't talk to me like that you can't talk to me like that and I'm so proud of myself when I look back at that moment because I'm like I stood up for myself and I set a boundary that is point blank setting a fucking boundary I can tell him once to not talk to me like that but that doesn't mean he's gonna respect the boundary it's my job to uphold it every time so if I get talked to in a way that's disrespectful the way I'm gonna uphold the boundary is to tell them no and stop and to walk away and so when I sat back and looked at that experience I was like whoa past me would have yelled at my brother would have insulted him back would have swallowed it I've been in situations where I've swallowed it before and not said anything where where someone's been really mean to me specifically my brother I love my brother so much I actually just like genuinely love him so much but you know this happens in sibling relationships and especially of like I don't know he just like says things so rudely sometimes I think it's just like kind of how he tries to communicate things it's just like so aggressive sometimes also might be a man thing not all men not generalizing but it's a him man thing And so I'm so proud of myself when I look at these situations and I'm like, no, don't treat me like that. Because it's like, that just built so much trust with myself. I still sometimes, but I really struggled with self-trust in the past because I wouldn't stand up for myself. I wouldn't hold a boundary. I wouldn't do any of those things. And another example of this happening and me getting triggered by a family member is taking accountability. I've, I've had situations where I'm like, oh my God, I'm taking accountability now. And I just want to preface, I've gone to therapy for three years and that's how I've been doing this work. And I also am an avid yoga student 
and I practice often and it really helps me ground myself and I just I I wouldn't be able to do these things if you also don't practice all of these things take practice not drinking alcohol takes practice there's so many things where I'm like but am I not going to be able to do that I literally had a dream last night that I got drunk like and I and then I was sad I broke my promise to myself so it takes practice (laughs) um this thing happened recently where I was I was struggling with some bank stuff. I got like a fee and I wanted to figure out how to reverse the fee and I was struggling to understand my credit card statements and listen, these things aren't that self-explanatory because your credit card statement total is different than your current total because your credit card statement's only for a certain period of time and then your total is like everything that's just on your credit card right now and so anyway I missed a I missed a smidgen of some money that I needed to pay off my credit card and I got an interest payment or interest charge so I was trying to get my mom to help me and to explain it to me and it's a combination of my triggers her as a teacher and the whole dynamic I was terrible at math as a kid and so I would get very triggered by math things when I couldn't understand something math related and I and I I just felt like a fucking idiot and I, and so that's one piece of the puzzle. My mom love her to bits. Not the best teacher. We very but we very much struggled when I was trying to learn how to drive. There was a lot of crying fits when she would try and teach me how to drive. There was a lot of fights when I tried to get my parents to help me with their with my homework. And so I get triggered about my math struggles. And my mom is not a fantastic teacher. It's okay. She's blessed in other gifts in life. She's fine. And then a third element of the puzzle piece for this is that like we have a mother-daughter dynamic. And so there are things that are going to trigger me because she's my mom. So she was trying to explain this stuff to me and I got very triggered and I started crying and we were on FaceTime and I was like, she was like, you need to take a moment. I was like, I need to take a moment. We were like, kisses. Bye. Talk to you later. This has also happened with like so many different circumstances that I'm thinking about now with my mom. But anyway, so then I'm like, I, I let my tears out and then I sniffled all my snot in. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I need to figure this out. I'm a grown ass woman with Google. I'm going to Google how to make sure you properly pay off your credit card every month. I've also had a credit card since I was 18. I'm 22. So like I should have figured this out a long time ago. It's okay. We're all learning. We're all human. We're all weird. So I did a lot of Googling and then I called my bank and was like, hello, I'm struggling to understand this. Um, I would, and I almost felt like I was going to cry on the phone with the TD bank man. And I was like, I would really like to understand. Can you please help explain to me how I can make sure I don't ever miss a payment again? And how to pay off my statement instead of my current balance and what the fuck is the difference and can you please and then then he explained all this and then I understood and everything was better and I was like can you please reverse my charge on my credit card because this interest payment or this interest charge whatever the fuck it was not cute I don't want to pay it and he was like oh my gosh yes you've taken the time to understand great whatever and he reversed the charge hallelujah and so I want to tell this story to one take accountability take accountability you're grown you can do things. You're an adult. You don't need to call your mom. I know my mom's a bookkeeper. It's really easy to call my mom for anything finance related and be like, help mom. I literally did something today that I asked her and I could have fucking figured it out on my own. But anyway, I took the the, the, the matters into my own hands and noticed I was triggered and solved my own problem. Now that is some adulting and some fucking growth. 101 bitch. So let's recap for a minute. Take accountability. 
And another sign that you're growing, healing, changing is you notice when you get triggered and you're like, oh my God, I'm triggered. It's time to walk away, set a boundary or take accountability. And I think I have one more thing to share. I think I have one more sign that you're growing, healing, changing, evolving. And that is when you actually don't get triggered as much as you used to. Okay? Okay. And it might not even be the word triggered. It might just be like the reaction you have to something. This is going to get fun for a second. (laughs) I dated a guy for two and a half-ish years in high school. And it was a little tumultuous. It was young. We were young love. We were 15 when we started dating. Okay. So there's a lot to learn at this at that point. There's still a lot to learn. But at that point, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot of things I didn't know. There's a lot of boundaries I didn't know how to set. There's a lot of bullshit that I put up with that I shouldn't have. And ever since the breakup, there's been so many emotions around that relationship. I felt like I grieved it while I was in it. I felt like once I broke up with him, I was like, oh my God, there's a weight lifted off my shoulders. I can be free. And I always just like looked at him and was like, ugh, like what a shitty boyfriend, which is really sad because there we had so many beautiful moments together and I loved him so deeply and I don't regret our relationship and I wouldn't take any of it back. Maybe I wouldn't have wasted as much time, but <laughs> no regrets. And so my ex was in Halifax with some of his friends that I knew through elementary school slash through him. And on Instagram, I saw a post and he was in a few of the pictures. And then there's just something about seeing photos of an ex. And we broke up four years ago. It's been so long. I don't follow him on Instagram. He don't follow me. Also, can we like take a moment to like love on me for a second? Because I put so much content in the world for my exes to consume. I hope for their for them that they just don't consume it I also hope for me that they just don't consume it because they know (laughs) weird creepy anyway I have not seen this man's face in like four years I have not run into him since our breakup in my driveway it was a long breakup it took a week took many conversations but he lives his parents slash him live so close to my parents house where I live I cannot believe I haven't run into this man. Knock on wood because I don't need to run into him now. But okay, so my reaction to that would has actually changed so much. So I saw a picture of him first time in so long and I was like, oh my God, I just have this like warm feeling of like, he looks almost the same, but he looks a little, he looks grown. He looks more grown than he looked four years ago. And I was like, I'm starting to sweat talking about this. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, like so much time has gone by. And I saw a video that he was in and he had like the same mannerisms. And I was like, and I and I forgot how much I knew this person in this phase of my life. And I was just like, oh, like, oh, like good for him. Like, I just like saw that picture and just like felt peace and felt like love for him. Not like love for him, but like this peaceful love for him that like, I hope you're okay. I hope you're well. I love to see that you're having fun with these people you've been friends with for so long. And like, if I were, I, I saw it and he was in a bar and I was kind of like, if I were to run into him, like, I don't think it would be fucking weird. I think it would be weird, but it wouldn't be like, ah, weird. You know what I mean? Like for years after the breakup, I was like, I don't want to run into him. I don't want to run into him. I don't want to run into him. I don't know how it would be. I don't know if he'd say hi. I don't know. It would be weird. And honestly, I ran into an ex ting like last year and it went so well. And it was just such a cute, wholesome moment that I'm like, now I'm like, oh my God, running into an ex can be it doesn't have to be awful and 
soul crushing. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with that. But I don't know. I just saw this picture and like realized how much time had gone by and like realized that like he was so young when we dated. I was so young when he dated. I don't blame him for the things that he said or did or the way he treated me when we were dating because we were literally 15 16 17 like I'm not gonna like hold that over your head and also like I would hope that you've grown and changed and evolved as a person since then I have clearly and so yeah it was just such an interesting experience to just like note in my head of like oh my gosh like we can change and like I don't know just like see we can see situations that we went through so differently than we did when it was fresh. And I feel like that's why I'm able to talk about my friendship breakups now because I'm I'm out of the ickiness of it. Like it took me a long time to get out of the ickiness of my breakup with my ex-boyfriend. And so now with the friendship stuff too, it's like I have seen some of them. I've actually run into most of the friends that I am no longer friends with, that I was really close with and they're in my inner circle. And like, guess what? One, I lived through it. One, I lived through it. I'm here to tell the tale all as well. Two, I didn't die. That's the same thing as one. And three, it was fine. Like one of the situations, she wasn't the nicest. That's okay. Like if you're going to run into an ex though of any kind, why hold a grudge why be rude and mean that's just awkward just be like oh my god hi how are you okay cool bye like that's all you have to do but for me it's like I can sit now and look back and be like okay those situations were what they were and they weren't the best and they caused harm for probably both parties deeply but we're okay now and it all happened for a reason and we can still grieve that relationship we can still miss them in our lives and also know that if they're just not meant to be in this chapter right now it doesn't mean that these people are never going to be in our lives ever again my most comforting thought during breakups is if this person is meant to be in my life the universe will find a way to bring them back into it past you probably had an expectation of who you would be right now and it's okay if you're so fucking different than who you thought you were going to be it's an identity shift and and we can be one way for a long time and then it can change. And so I hope this episode just like reminded you of different things that have changed in your own life and reminded you of how you've grown and healed and evolved as a person, as a woman, if you identify as a woman. And I really, really appreciate you listening to this. I hope you subscribe so you're notified when I release episodes on most Mondays. I'm going to try and like make myself an actual plan for the podcast so I can like take breaks and like their intentional breaks. I don't know. Wish me luck. I'm getting a whiteboard to try and figure it out. I send out emails once in a while so you can join my email list. You can check out my Amazon favorites. That's in my Amazon storefront. It's linked in the show notes. Keep up on Instagram and TikTok at human human pod. And I don't want to say bye because I miss you and I love you and I love talking to you, but I'm going to be releasing new episodes and lots of solos coming soon if you have any requests feel free to email and dm me a human human pod or human human pod at gmail.com and please submit a tmi story i want to tell your tmi stories because i think they would be hilarious now i feel like i'm just hanging out with you but i love this new mic stand this mic stand is amazing oh we've been hanging out this whole time anyway okay talk to you soon bye